I decided, you know what? I miss it. I want to get involved in it. And I want to give back to this association in any way that I possibly can. Good morning and welcome to this month's edition of the FBI National Academy Associates Leadership APB podcast series. My name is Tony Bailey and I'm the Director of Education and Training for the Association. It's my pleasure to have joining us today, Mr. Scott Rode. Scott was sworn in as the next president of the FBI National Academy Associates just a few days ago at our national conference in Denver, Colorado. President Rode began his career in March of 1987, where he was hired as a full-time police officer with the University of Central Missouri Department of Public Safety. During his employment at UCM, Chief Scott Rode, now retired, earned a Bachelor of Science degree and a Master of Science degree in Criminal Justice Administration. After being promoted to sergeant in 1991, he began teaching part-time in the police academy at UCM and did so for over 20 years. Scott was promoted to assistant director of UCM DPS in October 2012 and then director in May of 2014. After serving the UCM community as a member of the public safety for over 34 years, he retired July 1st, 2021. Scott has served his community as an elected official on his city's board of aldermen since 2005 and is currently the mayor pro tem. He has also served on other executive boards for organizations including the Missouri Peace Officers Association, the Campus Parking and Transportation Association. Scott attended the 217th session of the FBI National Academy in 2004 and in 2007 attended the 17th session of the FBI Central States Law Enforcement Executive Development Seminar, known as LEADS. After graduating from the FBI National Academy, Scott became very involved with the FBI National Academy Associates, serving on the Kansas Western Missouri Chapter's Executive Board from 2008 to 2012 and numerous other committees. In 2015, he received the Clarence M. Kelly Meritorious Service Award from the Kansas Western Missouri Chapter for his many contributions to the criminal justice profession and examples he set in his personal life. In 2020, he was honored to receive the James C. Kirkpatrick Excellence in Governance Award voted on by the Student Government Association at UCM. President Rode has been serving on the FBI NAA National Board for the past seven years as the Section 2 representative and as vice president. He will serve as the association president until August 1st, 2024. Good morning, sir, and congratulations. Thank you, Tony. I really appreciate that. And uh, sorry for that lengthy bio. I've had a very good career and pretty long, and I can't say enough about all the people that I've worked with, and I appreciate being here today. That is quite a career you've had. I've enjoyed every minute of it. So tell us why you first decided to take a leadership role at the FBI NAA and how your involvement with the organization grew. Well, Tony, admittedly, I've been very, very fortunate. And early in my career, actually before I even went to the NA, I had great mentors, chief and a major who both were NA grads, and they were very, very supportive of everything that I did. So once I went to the NA, it was... 2004. It was a very good experience. However, at that particular time, I will admit that I stayed in the Jefferson dorm as opposed to having to have a roommate and sharing bathrooms and so forth, which was both a blessing and a disadvantage, really, because I did not have the same experience at having that built-in camaraderie, you know, with a roommate from wherever. But I was able to go out and do all of the other stuff, whether it was the, the trips, the activities, the softball, the whatever it may have been. 
Although my experience was slightly different, it was extremely enjoyable. I found friends, made lifelong friends, and admittedly, that was a little bit before everybody was on Facebook and Snapchat, etc., so I haven't done quite as good a job keeping up with everyone as perhaps some of the candidates do these days, but it, it was good. But really, what got me so involved in the NA was when I got back. I went to the session 217, which was in 2004. That year, the national conference was in Kansas City. I got back and pretty much immediately went to that conference because my chief at the time was very involved in the chapter level and had a lot to do with the national conference uh, hotels, actually, I believe. Getting to that conference and seeing all of the camaraderie and the people who went, the dedication of the members, it, it was amazing. It was just a, a big group of law enforcement professionals who acted more like a big family than they did colleagues. That was really my, my first big experience. But then getting involved in the chapter level, that was that was really where it started after the conference. I can say that I probably only missed a couple of chapter events, whether it was a, a dinner or whatever. My first Oh gosh, probably seven or eight years until life got busy in other ways. Mainly that was because of the support of my chief. And uh, he was very good at telling me, no, you need to go. You need to do this, you know, get involved. And I, I've never forgotten that. So that was a big part of it. You know, as you know, you get involved in the chapter and you start making friends. And next thing you know, you're deciding, you know, I'd really like to give back to this association. So what do you do? You run for chapter officer in the chapter leadership. So I did. That was, gosh, 2008, I think, seven or eight. And I decided that I needed to get more involved in the chapter. It was a, a blessing to be involved in everything that we did at the chapter level. The Kansas Western Missouri chapter was, was and still is my home chapter. So when we talk about chapter leadership and all of the things that they have to do, it's amazing that generally speaking, you know, that four, five, maybe six to 10 people really do so much for each and every one of our chapters. They are the leaders they are the rocks that everybody else can kind of sit back and just let do the work. And from that standpoint, I got involved and I, I just loved it. When you're on the chapter boards, you start to meet more and more people. You see all of the candidates that are going to the NA, or at least in our chapter we did, we would have a, a set down prior to them leaving. And you get to know people before they ever attend the NA. I, I don't know. I guess just being involved when it came my turn to be chapter president and then past president and to kind of come off of the chapter leadership team. The first couple of years, I, I think I was, uh, I missed it. I missed being involved. I missed, I guess, being in the know. I, I just missed the camaraderie of, of the other individuals. Having said that, tossed around the idea of perhaps running for the national board at some point and I uh, did not have that opportunity in 2012. That's when Kevin Wingerson was elected to the board. I didn't get around in time, if you want to know the truth, because I was already on a chapter board, and it just didn't work out timing-wise. 2016 came around, and, well, I guess 2015, I decided, you know what? I miss it. I want to get involved in it, and I want to give back to this association in any way that I possibly can. So... That's when I decided to go ahead and run for the national board, and 
I guess the rest, the last seven years has been extremely good, except for that little COVID piece in there uh, where we weren't able to travel and weren't able to have the same camaraderie and seeing each other as much as we had hoped. The last seven years has been great. So I know that was a long answer, but uh, that's that's really how my NA experience started out and what led me to get to the national board. I can't say enough about it. That's great. And, you know, I, I, I know exactly what you mean, that that level of relationships that you make with people within your chapter at that level is just, you, you don't get that unless you serve, unless you step out and, and try to serve others. So we appreciate you for that. And a follow-up to those questions, how can the association add greater value to our retired law enforcement members, in particular those who are still working but in the private sector? You know, I appreciate that question. I think uh, when we step back and look at it, the association as a whole, our biggest benefit to any member is our networking ability. Whether you are current law enforcement If you've left law enforcement and now you're over in the private sector, I've known many, many people who over on their second career have asked or needed uh, some assistance with some project. Maybe it was just to have a contact somewhere that they weren't familiar with. Their relationships within this association has brought them the reach of the network, and uh, it's been good for each and every one of them as well. I would say that as a leader, and I touched on this just a little bit in uh, my acceptance speech the other night, we all got into law enforcement for probably the same reason, and that was to serve others, right? Because we want to give of ourselves. We want to reach out and help others. So it's not necessarily what the association can do for each and every one of our members. While we are there for support, yes, we have the benefits, whether it is discounts on merchandise at 511 or Verizon or National Car Rental, we have all of those. And those are great. Those are benefits that every member can use, whether you're currently employed in law enforcement, if you're in the private sector, or even if you're fully retired. Uh, I know a lot of fully retired folks who actually take advantage of some of those travel benefits like the National Rent-A-Car benefits. So I think when we get back to the association as a whole and our membership, we need to remember that we can give back to each other. It doesn't have to be for the association. It's for the membership. It's the relationships that we have. This network is bigger than anyone could ever really realize. We may have somewhere in the neighborhood of fourteen to 15,000 members, but our reach is much greater than that because each and every one of those members has a network of their own. And although I may not be able to tap into their network at their local level, they can. And we've seen that time and time again whether it was in the law enforcement aspects during an investigation or whether it's a personal aspect from, you know, I have a loved one that's broke down somewhere and I call a chapter member from that particular area. They know who the tow companies are. They know who the the hospitals are. They know all of that local information that that in and of itself is a benefit. That is a great benefit, you know, even for just travel. You know, if you're traveling around the country or even the world, it's nice to know what places to stay away from or places that you might want to visit. So you're absolutely right in that. Agreed. Agreed. And and we all know that as we do get older, we retire, uh, maybe go to our second career, have a little more income, whatever it may be. 
we tend to start to do that travel thing just a little bit more. It, it can be a big benefit from that aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. You've hit on a lot of great points there. And one of the things that you you and I have discussed offline and, you know, as you step into your leadership role here as our president, is there any words of wisdom? You know, I know we, we use the word initiatives and things, and that's not what this is about. It's about, you know, service to our members and service to this association. Is there anything that you would like the chapters to know and our members to know that, you know, over the next year, let's let's try to focus on a few things and work together. Anything in particular? Yeah, sure. And thanks for that. I, I think our main goal hasn't really changed Obviously, we have some challenges ahead of us. We've had some challenges uh, dealing with the loss of classes going through in reference to maintaining our membership levels. When you lose six classes and then have another seventh, which is a minimal class size, that tends to affect your total membership number significantly. And we, we saw that dip. And we still have some challenges ahead in reference to uh, a smaller NA class size. Uh, I know that the FBI is working diligently to be able to get those numbers back up. But as everyone knows, currently the class size is at 200 versus roughly the 250 to 260 range, which it's been for several years in the past. And I know that they would like to get it back up there at some point in time and possibly even increase it after that due to a lot of uh, factors included in all of this, primarily the lack of instructors trying to get more onboarded so that we can have the appropriate student-to-instructor ratio, we can deal with that in reference to our membership. We can do that by, as the former president said, his ROAR campaign, the Reach Out and Re-Engage. I think we made great strides with that program in maintaining and increasing some of our membership numbers, but I think there's obviously more that we can do. We reached out to a lot of folks. I know the national office had a phone-a-thon. We had several individuals actually making calls on behalf of the national office, reaching out to members who, for whatever reason, uh, had not renewed for this current year. Many of them were quite simply, they just forgot. They didn't get around to it, whatever it was, and just needed that little reminder. So I think uh, one thing that I'm, I'm going to really ask as I travel around to chapters, and on that note, I too will be traveling a lot, and I hope to get to as many chapter functions as I possibly can. But uh, one thing I'll be touching on is let's really work on building those chapter networks at the local levels. I know that we all have our other associations or organizations that are at the local level, whether it's uh, municipal chiefs of police or some other organization, the, the county summit, whatever it may be. But let's really reach out and focus on those chapter networks and bring those folks back into our chapters. The ones that have either A, forgotten to renew, or B, maybe they switched jobs and emails didn't get changed or whatever it may be. The local chapters are the ones that can really stay on top of that. We all benefit by having the chapters increase their membership, increase their network, increase their family, their resources, the amount of experience and expertise that they have within those chapters. That's really where we need to focus. 
Very good. Very good. Congratulations on being named president of the FBI NAA. Must be an honor to be chosen to lead the organization. It, it is. You know, I'm, I'm very humbled by the experience and I would be remiss if I didn't go ahead and talk about a couple of other people. As you know, and as it's been announced, we have a new executive director and Jeff McCormick. I'm excited to have him on board. I know that he's very excited to be on board. We also have a new historian in John Simmons. John was a graduate of the 215th session back in 2003. Welcome to him. And then also our new section representative from Section 1, Bill Gardner. I'm excited to have Bill. He's been an integral part of our youth leadership program for the last at least six, seven, maybe eight years as both a counselor and then the coordinator after that. So I look forward in bringing them in and getting new ideas from each and every one of them. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting year for sure, no doubt. I just want to say one more time, thank you. And I appreciate everything that you do, everything that the office staff does. We have the best office staff in the world, as far as I'm concerned, and from the very top to the newest individual. They're all uh, working hard each and every day for this association. So thank you to them. I appreciate that, and I know they do as well. Well, thank you so much for your time and sharing this valuable insight with us. Congratulations again, sir. We look forward to your continued leadership. This concludes this episode of the FBI NAA APB podcast. Please join us again next month for another edition of our APB podcast series. Until then, please stay safe and be well. 